Hey, welcome to Marketing on the Moon, the only emerging tech marketing podcast teaching you how to implement the right strategies that actually move the needle and how to navigate your marketing career. From securing a promotion to reducing your customer acquisition costs, because gatekeeping is so last year. I'm your host, Regan Olsey, and I've spent almost 10 years specializing in customer acquisition and demand generation across tech, AI, Web3, and hospitality. But I am so much more than my marketing career, and so are you. So if you're ready to tackle the human side of marketing, stick around. I promise you won't want to miss this. All right, good morning, good afternoon. Happy Thursday, everybody, wherever you're calling in from or watching, calling in from, like you're on the phone, wherever you're listening in from or watching my face on YouTube. I am so excited that you're here, as always. Welcome to Marketing on the Moon. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different because as you're listening to this, I am probably... I think I'll be packing my suitcase to head off to my honeymoon and watch my best friend get married, two separate occasions, two separate things, uh, in Bangkok. And so I'm, we're going to go to Thailand and Vietnam for two and a half weeks. And I'll be putting all my stuff in my suitcase and we're going to be heading that way. So with that, I thought, you know, we're about to head into the holidays. Let's give you the gift of a podcast recommendation. I don't know if even that's a thing, but that's what we're going to do. I wanted to introduce you to my business BFF, Emily Rose Delara. She runs the Web3 and Thrive podcast. If you don't know about her, you absolutely, absolutely should. When I met Em, she, I had never heard of a leadership coach before. I had, but I didn't really understand the value of it. I didn't understand why I would want to go and work with a leadership coach. I didn't know the benefits of it. I also didn't understand how it can benefit you at so many different points throughout your career. Because Emily focuses on more than just strategy. And that's such a small part of how she works with her clients and the content that she produces on her podcast. Instead, she really focuses on creating the confidence, the clarity, the knowledge base, and the self belief needed in order to thrive in your business or in your career. And I think every single one of us could benefit from that, especially as we're heading towards the new year. I know a lot of us are going to be making New Year's resolutions. Very excited to hear yours. But today's episode is going to be beneficial for anyone, even if you're not necessarily a leader. Don't let the title throw you off. It's going to be beneficial for anybody who works with somebody because we're going to be talking about communication hack, a communication hack that's going to be so helpful in making sure that you set expectations, you meet those expectations, but then you also take the mental load off yourself and feel really comfortable and confident when working with leaders. Because sometimes we know that can get a little bit mm, uncomfortable, especially if you don't have matching personalities. So I'm not going to say much more than that. I'm going to let M take it away and get into it. But this is a direct take from one of her episodes on Web3 and Thrive. If you haven't listened to it, definitely go check out the podcast. If anything, make sure that you go and download the template because this is going to be so, so, so helpful for you in your career. All right. Happy Thursday. Happy holidays. The last thing that I will say is Marketing on the Moon is about to take a three-week break for the holidays, but that's all right because if you want, you can come and see me on social media, so on Instagram or TikTok, um, and make sure you're following the newsletter because that'll continue to drop. Uh, it's named Organized Chaos. It's on Beehive. It's in the description. You got it. You know what I'm talking about. So I will see you all on social, not for the next three weeks on the podcast, but definitely on social. And then I'll see you back in the new year. Hi, everyone. How are we doing today? I am having a good day so far, apart from the fact that I've recorded two podcast episodes 
using my microphone mic versus my actual mic. So this is the second time I am recording this podcast, but isn't it great because you're going to get a completely different podcast than the original one because I have no idea what I said in the last one. I don't use the script. <laughs> I used to. I don't use the script anymore. It's much more helpful using bullet points. So you're going to get the same outcome at the end of the show. So in this podcast, I want to tell you a story about something that really helped me get the best results from my team in the past when I used to have a team as a marketer leader in Web3 and how I managed to support the founders in my company, how I managed to tie in my efforts with business goals and how I was able to get recognized, how I was able to get accountability and actual results at work and showcase those actual results. So back when I was a head of global marketing at liquid.com, I wouldn't Google it now, by the way, guys, it was part of the FTX fuck up um, and they went down with them. But liquid.com was one of Asia's leading exchanges and it was really respected for institutional trading. That was in fact, I think 80% of their client was institutional. And so it was very corporate. And so we had all the departments, we had like head of business, we had head of product, we had head of um, technology. And the only C-suite, well, we were all, the heads were really sweet C-suite, but the only C-suite were the founders. And these founders were pretty absent and they were not really in the day-to-day. They were not absent in terms of like, they just like abandoned the project, but they were there. They just were not in the day to day. And so it was up to the business to make sure that they were informed and they had transparency over what was going on. And so one day I was introduced to this guy called Andrew and I met him in an email the first week that I was working there. And it was on a Friday. And in this email, it was a breakdown of all the achievements of the Japanese marketing team. He was the head of Japanese marketing. And in this email, it was telling me all about their achievements, all about what the team had done, any challenges they were facing and how they were supporting the rest of the business. And I was like, this is fucking epic, mate. I need to speak to this guy. Who is Andrew? And so I got on a call with him and I was like, Andrew, this email is epic. When did you learn how to do this? And he said, well, you know, I'm corporate. (laughs) This is what we do in corporate. We keep everyone informed. I'm like, wow. I was never corporate. I was always startup girl. So I said, this is a fantastic thing. And he told me, I said, why did you start doing this email? And he said, well, it's a struggle when you're in a team that's grown so quickly to be able to communicate what you're actually doing. And aside from our weekly, we used to have this prioritization meeting, which is something that I wish everybody did in in companies and I do it for my own businesses. And so he said that he'd been doing this for for a while now in every business he'd ever worked in. And it helped him to get buy-in from the leaders, from the founding team, it helped investors to stay informed and it helped the teams to feel accountable and like they were making progress. And it also helped them to understand, uh, the rest of the teams to understand their impact on the business. I said, okay, tell me, what do I need to do? And he said, well, here's the template I use. Try it. He said, I'm not sure how the global teams will respond to it. Give it a try. I said, okay, amazing. This is great because actually the founder at the moment, the communications, I'm not really, I'm trying to figure him out. Um, So this would be a great tool. Okay. So I went away and the first Friday, and actually, you know what? I love Andrew so much. We're still in contact now. But the, the emails, everyone was like, fucking hell, Andrew and his emails. And I was like, I don't give a shit. This is the best thing ever because the feedback that he gets from the founders and the leverage he gets from these emails is amazing. So who cares who's complaining, right? So I adopted it. And in the email, I included the following things. 
I used to put a quick summary and overview of what was great this week. In fact, I used to put that in the subject line as well sometimes to get people to open it. (laughs) And then I'd put a snapshot of data. So maybe like um, a a snippet from the analytics tool that we were using before versus after. So like last week versus this week, I would put a list of the initiatives or projects that we were running plus links to them if people wanted to go take a look because we all had access to each other's boards. Then I would put the team accomplishments with their tagged name next to it. And then I would put challenges and solutions. And any bottlenecks would go in there too and what I proposed we should do about it. Then I would maybe put something about budget or campaigns. And then I would put a overview of what's coming next. The response that I got was usually, this is brilliant, Emily, keep up the good work. Or it would be, Emily, tell me a bit more about this challenge. I'm going to support you on this solution. Or nice work, X team member, right? So it was always positive and constructive. So I continued and it became my thing. And I used to do it. And every new team member that came in as a head or in the C-suite, I would pass this on to them because it was so valuable in getting people on board. And so the benefits of using this and the things that I saw were you're able to create a paper trail. So one that you can always refer back to. You can imagine it like, hey, as per my email, especially in Web3, when you know how chaotic it is, And you need to be able to say, okay, actually, this is what was happening, right? It was all here. Everything's here. I understand that your decision has changed or we're pivoting, but just FYI, the team's already done all this work. It's also great to showcase actual results using data. And that helps you to show, hey, I'm doing good shit over here. Or, hey, this is great. You're also able to elevate your team, put them forward. Um, A lot of the time, your team can sometimes be, um, they're they're working for you and sometimes you're the one who's getting all the light, which is, is not true, right? You're not the one doing all the work. You're the one who's managing the team. So if you put your team forward, you're saying, hey, my team are also amazing. They're the ones actually making this shit happen. It's not all me. And then you're also able to tie your work into business results like, hey, I'm actually making you money over here, right? And they will automatically gravitate towards you. They will automatically be able to say, hey, guys, like, why is this not happening? Emily or Emily or Emily's team are doing all of this. Why are you not able to do the same, right? And slowly, and this happened, slowly over time, everyone else will start to adopt the same structure. I like structure. I'm working on it with my coach. I'm trying to bring more feminine energy in, but this is great when you do require structure. Um, And this is also something that I shared recently. I did a um, workshop with DLT Talents and I shared this framework, not, not even a framework, template. And someone came back to me and said, I tried this with my team. I put it to the CEO and she loved it and they've adopted it. And so it really works and it's so easy. So if you would like this email, you can get it now. Just head over to learn.web3andthrive.com forward slash the Friday email just to get a template. You make a copy of that template and you can make it your own and then just copy paste this into the email. It doesn't even have to be an email. It can be a WhatsApp, like however you message your team, WhatsApp, Slack, Telegram, wherever. Just utilize the template. You can shorten it. You can make it longer, whatever. And then get back to me. Message me on LinkedIn. Send me an email because, you know, I'm going old school again. I quite like email because it's so noisy everywhere else. But you could email me, emily at web3andthrive.com. I want to know if it's actually helped you or not. I have an inkling that it will help you. So yeah, let me know. That is it for now. I just wanted to share this because everybody keeps asking me about it since I shared it on LinkedIn. So here you go, everyone. Have a good time with it. And I will see you next time. Bye. And there you have it. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Marketing on the Moon. 
If you're feeling the marketing vibes, don't forget to subscribe and then share with all of your marketing friends. But if you're craving even more, I have you covered. Every month, I'm pulling together a rundown of my favorite campaigns from across emerging tech, my top marketing tips, career advice, and a sprinkle of general life musings to give you something to talk about at brunch this weekend. Head over to my LinkedIn to get on the list or just click the link in the description. It's up to you. Okay, and don't forget to tune in next week as we dive deeper into the human side of marketing.